Welcome to Zero O'Clock, a podcast created to be a safe space to learn and grow. Grab your favorite drink and join us. Now brewing trivia love. Welcome. I am your co-host Kay. And I'm your co-host Carrot. And we have another guest on our show and our first guest for season two. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Introduce yourself. Um, I meant meant to the B. Oh my gosh. Anything else you would like to add? Um, I'm a junior (laughs) in college. Oh, well, yeah. Now, another like area of expertise. (laughs) More college advice. Yes. Except we're not doing that this episode. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to our Valentine's Day episode. And none of us have have a Valentine. (laughs) But that's okay. Because it's also Galentine's, so yes. or like like my students and I call it Palentine's Day. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Cute. But yes, our episode is named Trivia Love after the king himself, Namjoon. He's our Valentine. I, I wish you could see my shirt. It oh, says yeah. Namjoon is the only man. Um, I started saying that because, well, okay. So <laughs> I started saying this, especially when I got my heart broken and it helps me through. I'm like, Namjoon's the only man that I care about. And then Kat actually made it into a shirt for me. And now I wear it when I'm having a bad day, even though today's not a bad day. I'm just wearing it because it's all about Namjoon. It is. So, oh my gosh, actually, now that we're talking about Trivia Love, even though I knew this was going to happen and I was going to like ramble for a solid 20 minutes about how amazing that song is, um, someone put it up again on like Twitter this morning and they, I'm going to talk about this in next, next week's episode because it is a masterpiece, like it's, stay tuned for that, but they uh, combined intro from... Um, Miss Lauren Hill and Trivia Love and everyone's just like talking about how much of a genius he is and like I mean I agree whatever um but I do have a story to tell a few weeks ago I came to M to the B's house and we talked about um Trivia Love because uh why did we talk about it I don't know. <laughs> it just came up in the conversation but since you like understand why that song is such a crafty masterpiece do you want to say anything about (laughs) I'm just impressed (laughs) (laughs) impressed really impressed a great song from a great man I'm still shook I still remember the characters that you told me oh uh uh-huh yeah the love (laughs) the love and and human Mm -hmm. and how they wrote oh my gosh you know what that he's poetry like (laughs) Not his poetry. He, he, <laughs> he is poetry. <laughs> but yes. I think Kay and I talked about this like two episodes ago and then you said, or was it last season? I don't even remember. But when I showed you the song. Oh, yeah. Sophomore yeah. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This, the song is just 
it gets to everybody Mm -hmm. also what a lot of and I wanted to include this because not everyone talks about it is monerlude which is also one I showed you and the, the one that was really catchy that you said that I told you to like tell me what the name is yeah. so I can add it to my playlist yes but I mean come like Namjoon is just a man like he's not even the man like I don't, I don't know what it is anymore but what I found really impressive when I first heard it was the fact that he oh my gosh I'm just getting ahead of myself for next week but um how he sampled interlude from too cool for school (laughs) um but at the same time made it so like romantic and when you think about it like when you think about monterlude like you think about his like original stage name like rap monster so you think monster and like interlude and it's not anything resembling that it's just poetic masterpiece that's what it is too I don't know he's just amazing I was talking about this with May, actually, and, well, we were talking about the different rappers of BTS and just their different styles, and I'm like, I'm not saying that they all can't rap, I'm just saying Namjoon has great wordplay. Yes. And I feel like that's controversial here, I don't want to say it, but I think, like, rapping itself like the act of rapping Yoongi is the best at it but wordplay Namjoon and then J-Hope just blows my mind at the fact that he didn't even want to rap from the beginning like he is so good for a person who wanted to be a singer Mm -hmm. I think they all definitely bring out like different they all combined are great like Mm -hmm. it's just their styles are so different that Completely. you can't really compare it either. Yeah. It's so hard. Hobie just like blows me away in the sense of like how he manages to switch up flows so easily mm-hmm. within one verse. And like, I think about second grade because th- that song just like has like, I think three or four different types of like beats in it. Mm-hmm. And he switches up the flow every single time in a like completely astonishing way I don't even know anyways he doesn't have a bad verse but at the same time like I totally agree like Yoongi definitely brings in like the more like the arrogance of rap the the like harsh like cut deep kind of rap but Namjoon he really truly brings in the element of like words matter in rap Mm -hmm. and he's he does it in such a eloquent way his big brain (laughs) I fall more in love every day with a man that lives across the world and doesn't know my name sadly (laughs) that was very (laughs) (laughs) that's my password by the way (laughs) okay (laughs) imagine imagine no, it's it's just his name. No, I'm joking. Sorry, I don't want to be a Namjoon Delulu. I'm not, I swear. <laughs> Aren't we all? Any, anyways, what we're also talking about, <laughs> it's just Valentine's, like, as a whole. Like, going on a date, the type of people we like, whatever. I don't know. But before we get into that, what are you guys drinking? 
Well, as of right now, I'm drinking water, but we will be drinking some sangria ramune, strawberry flavored. <laughs> I'm drinking sleepy time tea. <laughs> Wait, is this sleep time? <laughs> FYI, it's only 2 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. I had a long day, had a long week. I'm, I mean, you, you. You can't see them, but they look a lot more Valentine-y than I do. Well, you did this morning, apparently, with your shirt. Yes, I did. We had to, we, we had spirit week this week at school. So today was like dressing for Valentine's Day. And I like curled my hair, did my makeup, had a really nice shirt on. But I'm going through it again with my whole like body image and weight. So... I think I look like a tomato. So I took it off when I got home. And now I'm just in a black t-shirt because I feel comfortable. I am me when I'm in black. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, I I feel like I should just give up in trying to get you to wear colors. Imagine if like every time you had to get me a gift or something, it was just like a a different shirt that was a different color. You know what? Now, now you're giving me ideas. No. <laughs> if it's a t-shirt, I'll wear it. But if I have to like dress up, I have such a hard time in like dressy clothes that has color. Like I just need to look like I'm going to a funeral every day. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm preparing for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What did you say? She's a grim reaper. <laughs> yeah, I'm do you want to explain why you're saying that <laughs> I, i'm highly obsessed with the korean drama goblin so yes. yeah <laughs> he wears black all the time <laughs> we've talked about goblin a lot on here and we have yet another person who has been sucked in who has been converted to goblinism <laughs> so back to our topic we're gonna start it off by taking a BuzzFeed quiz because why not what else do single people do on Valentine's Day but sit at home we wouldn't know (laughs) it's called if you're into guys you can you probably can't help but fall for one fourth of these types here's your kryptonite warning very like corny (laughs) <laughs> very corny content about TV. <laughs> content warning content warning okay so the way we're gonna do it we can like take turns asking the question mm-hmm. but then we answer individually okay you can go with the first question okay what's to drink coffee boba wine or red bull i think for me it's very obvious I'm going to go with coffee. Yeah, I went with boba. <laughs> I went with coffee. <laughs> okay, you can go okay. All right. Favorite time of day? Morning, noon, evening, or night? Morning. Night. <laughs> noon. <laughs> when the sun is shining the brightest. <laughs> Which option? Why am I holding my hand like it's a <laughs> Which option sounds like your shower routine? Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, 
face wash, shampoo gel, shower gel, shampoo, and conditioner if needed. Expensive and organic products like that smell like. How do you say that? Patchouli. 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 Or something similar. <laughs> or three-in-one soap for everything. That is such a guy answer. That is. I think I'm gonna go with. I'm not in between the second and the third one. You're the third one. <laughs> you really are, though. <laughs> Don't even kid yourself. <laughs> Mine yeah, is I put the basic one. shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. I just, I feel like the second one, I need my face wash. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the second one. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, pick your favorite music genre. Alternative, pop, folk, hip hop. Alternative for sure. For me, at least. <laughs> hip hop. Mm. You can't ask me this. I don't. <laughs> folk music. Is that like the Lumineers? Is it? I don't know. Indie folk. Yeah, yeah, that would be more indie folk. Mm. Or like that that song, Alabama, Arkansas. <laughs> I grew up That's my mom and pa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm stuck between hip hop and pop because it really depends on my mood. I think everything besides folk. <laughs> I'm gonna go with hip hop for right now. Uh, I'm gonna be the bass bitch and put pop, <laughs> even though uh, this is hard. I hate most of the pop artists in the Western industry. I'm just pop. Oh, what turns you on? <laughs> what turns you on the most when they're mean to you but in a playful, <laughs> flirty way? This is very oddly specific, actually. <laughs> it is abs, a good sense of humor, passion. Not abs. I don't. I'm not really into the whole like built body look. I've never cared. Hmm. I don't mind it. <laughs> me, <laughs> me. I don't mind it. I mean, if it's there, okay. If it's there, okay. But like, I feel like it's not one of my top things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think mine- I feel like the, the first one. Yeah, for sure. I was going to pick the first one too. <laughs> no, you didn't let me finish. I feel like the first one. Or for people who's like going through it, which is me. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going through it too. <laughs> I'm gonna go with when they're mean to you, but in a playful, flirty way. That's that's how I am with anybody, I think. Okay, hmm. just pick out sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> stop trying to fool everybody here i was honestly picking between when they're mean and a good sense of humor you know when they know how to make me laugh Mm -hmm. i i am 
Yes. Usually I'm the funny one though. No, no, no. Don't, don't try to fool yourself on this site. Don't don't lie to the people. Don't lie to the public. Don't give them false illusions. Okay, so did you pick a good sense of humor? Yeah. Okay. What's your go-to social media? Twitter, Snapchat, Tinder, or Instagram? For what? Like, dating? Yes, just like <laughs> social media? Like, for, for dating or just in general? They need to be more specific. Yeah. yeah. I like Instagram. If we're doing just for anything, Twitter. Twitter. Bro, that was a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, Miss M to the B. Oh, great. Uh, which bad date have you gone on? Would probably go on uh, dinner and a movie, but the movie is really bad comedy that only twelve-year-old boys would find funny. Frat party, and your date is three warm beers ahead of you. <laughs> a concert where the music was too loud that you couldn't talk, and you also lost your date in the mosh pit. Date does Netflix and chill count? What about getting fast food via the drive-through after Netflix and chilling? I haven't gone on any of these dates, but that's because I don't go on dates. Honestly, I think any of the dates that I went on with my ex-boyfriend were bad. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Would I go on? Here's my my problem. I'm going to go with the first one only because I think I would laugh at the 12-year-old. <laughs> That's my humor. So I'm just gonna go with that one. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I would definitely choose a concert where the music was too loud that you couldn't even talk. I mean not losing my date at Mosh Pit, but like, <laughs> like being in a concert with someone that you're like talking to it's like weird yeah <laughs> like you don't want to show your crazy self yes. like screaming <laughs> that's what I found that, that's what I find weird about like one of your first few dates and it's at a concert of like especially if it's an artist you like if it's like a random local artist like all right fine yeah, like whatever. you can actually have so, a conversation there yeah. yeah but if it's an artist you like <laughs> no I'm not I'm not I'm not taking them to any concert of an artist that I like until we're like four years into this (laughs) I do I do okay I have gone on one like this the frat party Mm. (laughs) when it was before I met you like before we started going out like not going out like that, like going out to parties. <laughs> um, everybody, Kay just admitted that. <laughs> no, everyone knows that we used to go out to parties sophomore year. I went out freshman year. Uh, you know this. You went out with someone? Yes, with my friends. <laughs> that wasn't a date. Oh, oh, like, oh, you, I thought you went to parties. No, yeah, I have. Anything's a date nowadays. <laughs> yeah we went once we went out as like a big group and um we ended up at a frat party and it wasn't the best yeah i'm gonna do that one okay after this you need to tell me who 
Oh, they don't go to school anymore. Oh. They, they were friends with my ex-roommate from, oh. from freshman year. And they both ended up leaving because they didn't like it. I see. Oh, my gosh. If, if it tells you anything about his character. um, Oh, wait. I can't even see the building. <laughs> the cell-like building. Uh-huh. That's where they were. That's where they lived. That, that was their freshman building. Oh, sad. That's tragic, actually. Yeah. Anyways, is it my turn? Yeah. The next question? Okay. <clears throat> Which of these is most likely to make you cry inside years down the road when your brain randomly brings it up out of the thought vault for absolutely no reason? Again, very oddly specific. Uh, you take life way too seriously. Why do you have to suck the fun out of everything? You can never really understand this piece of art. You lack a certain depth required and appreciate it. I thought we were just having fun. I'm not really looking for a relationship. Two weeks later is dating someone seriously. I'd say you're a four out of 10 on the hotness scale. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one is not hard for me. The third one for sure. Third um, one. The I thought we were just having Oh, fun. that, oh my gosh. I'm that hit a small nerve. That hit every nerve. <laughs> I don't know. I think old Carrot would have picked the last one because she was all about like not needing to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Now I could care less. Like if you, if you think I'm ugly, screw you. <laughs> I think now definitely for me would be one just because I feel like I'm very analytical <laughs> towards a lot of things. Yeah. That would be very nice. Three has happened to me and I like brushed it off. I was like, whatever. Um, two, I feel like, <laughs> it, is this like a stuck up thing to say, but it, I, I know my intel- intelligence and no one will say that to me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with one. Mm. To an extent, I have experienced one to a very small extent. I've been told that by one of my old friends, like her boyfriend told me that, which I don't know who the hell this man thought he was telling me that but okay but I deserved it because I was a 13 year old brat so (laughs) well if you say you deserved it then (laughs) who are we to say (laughs) okay here go okay if you got broken up with who would you call or text first your best friend no one your ex one of your parents um my my best friend (laughs) is it sad that I would choose no one (laughs) (laughs) I would not tell my dad anything and I'm not gonna talk to my ex though and I have to tell somebody I can't like not tell anybody I'm gonna be that person one of my parents (laughs) no you would you definitely would 
agree. Okay. Oh, you got the last question. And lastly, what tattoo? <laughs> what tattoo would be a deal breaker for you? Uh, one of their ice's names, your favorite cartoon character from your childhood, smoking a joint, an overcrowding of deep quotes all over their body. I don't think any tattoo would be a deal breaker, to be honest. The first one. <laughs> for sure yeah for sure the first one but the second one really rubs me the wrong way mm-hmm. I find that funny actually <laughs> well I mean you can tattoo whatever you want but I'm gonna honestly I'm so, I'm gonna look at you like really why like why why do you, why do you need to like why couldn't we just like draw it and like hang it on the wall you know why <laughs> is it on your body <laughs> But I'm gonna go with X's name. Oh no! <laughs> this is so sad. Are you guys gonna read your results? Yeah. Who goes? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I go. I'll go first. The guy <laughs> quiz. What type of guy do you fall for? The guy that's kind of the worst. <gasps> okay, there's no denying it. This guy sucks. <laughs> so why are you so interested? <laughs> just something about him it's irresistible and that's so irritating but you can't really help yourself uh i feel you they feel me <laughs> at least they feel you um again what what picture did they use for the guy what post malone <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, you can go, okay. Oh my god, okay. Um, so what type of guy do you fall for? The funny guy that makes you laugh but doesn't take anything seriously. Everyone loves a guy who can crack a joke, but come on, life isn't one big <laughs> life isn't one big meme, and you need someone who can be there for you emotionally. But on the other hand, he makes you laugh and he's pretty hot, right? Ugh. I love that we all got different answers. (laughs) Wait, what picture did you have? Oh, Curtis Connor. And it's like, keep calm and I don't even know what it says. (laughs) He's wearing a shirt. Keep calm and I can't see it. So yeah, but it has a a keep calm um, thing on his shirt. So that says a lot about the person. (laughs) My type. I'm not surprised. What type of guy do you fall for? The hot guy that you know is a player, but you can't help yourself. Some might call this guy a fuck boy, but uh, <laughs> you try to resist, but you know he's such a you because you know he's such a player. But just look at that face and that body. I mean, how can you resist? You'll try to change him, but you know how that story goes. And the picture is Zane. <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> he's married wait is he uh he has a kid he has a kid <laughs> oh, oh my gosh that all that is also very spot on for you <laughs> yeah sadly but i don't i don't think i've liked any fuck boys lately I, I feel like my, my favorite two breakup albums, maybe i'm a little biased here but niles breakup album and then Haley's love listening to those I love them. And if you don't know, Niall Horan, Haley Steinfeld, I was um, a big shipper 
then they got together then they broke up and her album really really makes Niall sound bad but <laughs> I'm <laughs> I guess I never have to date him, so I'm just gonna <laughs> keep waking him, I guess. <laughs> At least you don't have to know that side of him. <laughs> yes, I just see. Oh no, I'm intrigued. You have to listen to her. One of her songs is called Wrong, Wrong Direction. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. Wait. No, her album is so good. And I'm like, Niall. And then I then I listen to his album and I'm like See, now I don't know who did what because y'all y'all really are putting blame on the other person. I need I need a song about a, a acceptance here. Somebody admit something. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but they both like saying about like how it was just like time zones and they were always busy doing other things and <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like Niall cheated, but I'm just going to like not say that. <laughs> wait wasn't there also like a, a consp- not a conspiracy but like a theory that um that ed sheeran um and ellie golding and niall were, were in like this entanglement oh, yes. where like where ed sheeran- <laughs> <laughs> will smith I love those I love those memes leaving the entanglement (laughs) but um I don't know because Niall has like said that he never like had anything with Ellie but he really could just be saying that to say that so I don't know Mm. yeah I remember that theory was going around and I was like that's such an odd trio like Ed Sheeran my main concern was him. I don't know. I think Niall had like a huge crush on Ellie. Ellie but yeah. She did not care. Yeah. Niall also was like head over heels for Demi Lovato. Yes. I can, I love Niall as much as I love Namjoon. My other saying is the only men that I fuck with are men. No, the only, wait, yeah, never mind. I forgot what it, how it goes. <laughs> Clearly, that's not a saying you say often. I, listen, I haven't had to say it all of 2020 because I wasn't fucking with anyone. <laughs> so I forgot it. Oh. Anyways. Anyways, we clearly love looking at celebrities' love lives. Yes, I mean, it's fitting. This is all, all about love today. You know, the best celebrity couple, hands down, like, I will praise them until the day I'm in heaven or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't think you're going there. Going there. <laughs> I don't think you have a room there. I don't have a room there anymore. I don't know if I ever did. Okay, anyways, what I was saying was Yes. John Lennon and Chrissy Teigen are my like forever. Yes. OTP. If they if they break up, 
I've lost all hope and love. Nobody talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Stop. I don't want anything. Yes, I agree. I love them. Also, Ryan Reynolds and Blake, Blake Lively. Lively. Yes, oh, I love them. Oh my goodness. Did you, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. I, <laughs> I love the um, Kardashians a bit too much for how horrible they are. I think we talked about this already. I don't remember. But Kanye and Kim uh-huh. getting a divorce. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I thought that was your OTP. And I was about to say, I was like, girl, you know, right? Yes. No, they're, they're getting a divorce. And the rumor going around was that Kanye was with Jeffree Star. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And I'm like hilarious mm-hmm. no oh way is he with jeffree star you know what go them if they are they were yes. saying that like the dogs that jeffree has were given to him by kanye because north has like a similar breed of dog and like it was named a certain like i don't even know but there's a story behind that and I was like, um, mm-hmm. and like the memes that came out of it were saying like, oh, when North sees like Jeffrey's dog, she's going to be like, oh, this is where my dog went or something. And I was like, <laughs> whoops. I heard like that Drake did a diss track for Kanye mm-hmm. and like that he, he talks about like being with Kim. That's who Kiki is. Cause is Kiki and what do they call Coco for Chloe? Oh, and yeah. For Kim. And they were saying those checks over stripes, how like Drake is checks and since Kanye likes the stripes. It's like a podcast I was listening to. <gasps> oh, damn. Um, I feel like celebrity lives are also like, because I feel like they tend to date each other mm-hmm. just to like, I don't know, publicity. Mm-hmm. everything is so easily entangled mm-hmm. it's like yeah. remember when chloe and family. french montana were together what chloe and french montana oh yeah what about them when they were together that was the time <laughs> oh i didn't care for them oh i did because i didn't want her with him like what is going on here um i just wonder what kim's gonna do she has a lot of children. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Kanye. I mean, nowadays, like, divorce is like a, uh, like, how do you say it? Co-parenting is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh my God. But, like, it's tough to live without, like, well, when you grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be tough on them. I mean, yeah. Teach their own, I guess. Mm-hmm. If they want, I could co parent. <laughs> <laughs> what other OTP? No one, everyone else breaks up. Yeah, for that. My um, OG OTP forever. I was riding with them everywhere. <laughs> Bella Hadid and The Weeknd, like they were my my people. Now the only Hadid I could get behind is Gigi and Zayn, like, mm-hmm. and they're just chilling in New York. Good for them. 
I didn't like Gigi at first though, but that was because I was Zane biased. Mm-hmm. I was very Zane biased. <laughs> very biased. <laughs> oh my god, I'm saying like cookies all over. But That's yeah, fine. yeah, I was very Perry biased. <laughs> I was so mad. But at the end of the day, I, I think it, that was good for them because I feel like Zane and Perry were, now that I think about it, we're very toxic to one another. Were they now? Because, like, how come Gigi doesn't have the same problems Perry did? <laughs> Although they did break up for, like, a while. Until... I just think the time that Perry and Zane were together, just Zane himself wasn't okay. Yeah. So mm, that yeah. just plays a huge role. Yeah. Like, I don't know much about their relationship besides the fact that they were together and I liked them together based on what I saw. But Zane like wasn't in the right headspace too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think about anyone else. Me too. Oh, Spanish celebrities though. Um, Eugenio Derbez and his girlfriend, his girlfriend, his wife. Mm-hmm. I love their wedding when they did it. Like, what was it like ten years ago? I was upset. I don't even know why, but I was obsessed. I watched the wedding <laughs> on TV. That was like our William and Kate wedding. <laughs> um, another like Spanish. Um, Teresa, what's her name? Oh, and Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli. They're together. Yes, that's another OTP. I talked about them actually before on the podcast. They starred in a telenovela in 2008 Mm -hmm. I don't even know um and it was like her big like it was like her big break like she was in in things before but this was like the first like main character role like she really pulled off and then he was actually married Mm -hmm. and then but they just had like great chemistry that everyone was just like oh sucks to be him like you know they would have been a really good couple but then in 2011, he got a divorce. Oh, and he has a kid, by the way. Um, and then they, everyone thought they would get together. But Angelique was actually dating this, like, really old guy. <laughs> but he was a really um, famous producer in, like, the studios that normally produce the novelas. And it's, like, the big, it's a big shot. So the mm-hmm. fact that she was dating him was very incredibly important and during that time they they were doing their own projects but then in 2013 as you could tell I'm very invested in their relationship mm-hmm. um in 2013 they starred in another sh- um another telenovela that um by then Sebastian was already divorced and Angelique I think they had just broken off with the producer um so that's when they decided to try again and they were like oh well now we're both single um let's see where it goes and it's been going for since then (laughs) yeah they're literally on tiktok too (laughs) yes they like do tiktoks together it's just so cute they like before covid they traveled together um i think between them there's like a nine or ten year difference but it doesn't look like it. No, all the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? Good for them, though, because everyone nowadays are just breaking up mm-hmm. all the time. And it just, it sucks. Then I will be <laughs> very sad. Then I will believe that true love doesn't exist. <laughs> does it, though? At this point, does it? That's the question. Yeah. Well, great, great. <laughs> um, I forgot what you say now. Oh my gosh, what was it? Um, switching gears. Switching gears. There you go. <laughs> switching gears now to. Do you believe in true love or love at first sight? I feel like I'm in a very biased part of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, elaborate, please. In terms of love, I am so disinterested. Like, I am uninterested. I do not care that I don't know. And I, I think, like, before, I used to think, okay, do you believe in, like, there's one person for you in every lifetime, like that type of stuff. I I feel like, no, I used to think that way, that there's just like one person we're meant to be with. Mm -hmm. And that if it doesn't work out with someone, that it doesn't. But I I don't know. Hmm. I think you can love someone, love multiple people that way throughout your life. No, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with that. Like, there are obviously like multiple people that you can fall in love with, but like, there are certain instances. Like, I don't want to get too into detail, but like, I was in a really like, um, like deep relationship that wasn't even exclusive, um, but. Like, I thought that I, lo- like, loved, and that, that for me, was true love that mm-hmm. I felt for that person. But obviously, like, it ended. So then, like, does that mean that true love didn't exist? I don't think so. I think, like, um, you said, um, it's, like, there are various people that you can love. And who knows? Probably you'll end up with someone who you love a lot in the end and stay with that person if you believe in that I guess Mm -hmm. yeah I agree um I don't think like I know there's people that say like oh when I walked into the room like and I locked eyes with the person Mm -hmm. they were my true love I knew it from the get-go no I don't think so um because and maybe it just has a lot to do with me and just I guess what I expect to have out of a person and it's not always like looks and I can't tell who what kind of person you are by the look of your eyes like Mm -hmm. I feel like it definitely has a lot to do with aside from like what my best week said about me um (laughs) it, it goes just beyond like the beyond the surface of you know whether I'm comfortable whether I'm you know I find you attractive or anything I definitely think it goes in deeper like ties and emotional levels and like can you handle me and all of these things and 
it could be that multiple people can handle you and it just isn't the right timing or you're not emotionally there yet for that person and that's okay and you know you can leave this person go find someone else and then it can be the perfect timing for both of you and there you go there's there's your beloved but I don't think that you know it's always exclusive to just one person like Mm -hmm. I don't think there should be like that limitation of like you have to find the one and then you're set and done yeah there could be multiple the ones (laughs) and I feel like that's why we're all still young we have a lot of dating and finding to do there's no point in finding someone right now and getting married even though I feel like for me for Guyanese people it's older generations they got married at like 18 and 19 and they're like what's wrong with you Carrot like why are you single and I'm like uh because I want to focus on myself but back to the whole like love at first sight thing not that I believe in this but and for every other like instance not not true at all (laughs) but I'm telling you for my ex-boyfriend the day I met him I'm like um this is weird like I feel like there's something and we didn't talk for honestly a couple of months like we started off as friends and then by like the following year like we were dating and we dated for four years and that was the only time where I like met someone for the first time and I'm like this is weird like I feel like it's going to be more than just friends like it was just a weird feeling that I had Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know that's crazy I mean I think when I think back to like love at first sight I do think there's like this feeling of attraction when you see someone Mm -hmm. and like but like I don't know I'm thinking back to like my my first semester in college I definitely like saw a couple people that I felt like I was attracted to but never that one person that ended up being the person that I was attracted to but like um I don't think you can know someone just by like being attracted to them you really have to get Mm -hmm. to know them and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's so weird that you had like that feeling Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no I (laughs) I he's never gonna listen to this I wasn't even attracted to him I honestly (laughs) not when we were dating but like at first like I that wasn't what I thought I'm like oh he's cute that's not what I thought I was just like we're gonna be like really good friends or something it didn't even have to be dating I just met him for the first time and I'm like this feels weird had nothing to do with his looks had nothing to do with liking his personality it was just this weird connection and even like getting to date him honestly this sounds horrible but my friend I did I didn't really I didn't like him but he liked me and it was actually for Valentine's Day and he wanted me to be his Valentine and all of my friends are like just say yes and I'm like fine but like I'm never talking to him again after (laughs) I'll just say yes and from like February 14th to March 14th like we were talking and then on March 14th he asked me to be his girlfriend and I said yes and then four years later we broke up four days after our four-year anniversary (laughs) over email (laughs) (laughs) I, I broke up with him over email but that's just like um 
<laughs> good way to end a very toxic relationship and we're not talking about toxic relationships maybe we'll have that conversation in a different episode <laughs> but, <laughs> but not this one <laughs> wait so you broke up with him yes I broke up with him it was there a reason or do you not want to get into that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that goes into the whole like toxic, toxic. <laughs> okay <laughs> then never mind <laughs> It was just, just it, was, way in here. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Honestly, the last year of being with him, it wasn't even there anymore. I think we were just together because it was our senior year of high school. We needed a date to prom. <laughs> <laughs> um, we barely talked. And then we got to college, same thing. We went to different colleges. We had a whole like different life away from each other. We... He never answered my calls, never texted me back. And I was just so fed up. And our anniversary, he got me like an upgraded promise ring because he had gotten me one before and I liked it. And then he got me a nicer one. I didn't even get to wear it. Like I, when he gave it to me in my head, I'm like, why did he do this? Like, what, what are we even promising at this point? I just didn't feel anything. And I had to like pretend so hard that day that I loved it. I sound horrible, but if you knew the relationship, you'd get it. Um, and then for literally, we saw each other on an anniversary, we went back to college. And then in the next like four days, I didn't hear from him. And I try to get a hold of him on just a random day and he wouldn't answer me and when he finally did he told me I'm annoying and then blocked me on like every social media blocked my number everything and I'm like what did I even do and it was just a hot mess and I got tired of it and I tried to we weren't going to see each other for like two months and I'm like I'm not gonna stay with him for two months I'm just gonna break up with him now so I tried to do it the most decent way that I could over FaceTime based on a long distance relationship, long distance. Um, and he didn't let me, he hung up on me and blocked me again. So I had to email him, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't have any other way. What, would, what was I gonna do, write a letter, send it to his school? <laughs> he blocked me on everything. <laughs> he, he's like, I'm not gonna give her a chance to break up with me. <laughs> like I don't want to talk to you right now but you're also not no well see now I'm just getting into it we he wanted to take a break um not be dating but I was still his girlfriend and I couldn't talk to anybody but he didn't want to talk to me like right then and I'm like what kind of bullshit is this no (laughs) I don't even want to be with you that bad anymore like (laughs) men suck anyways hate it when men (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally um yeah so after meeting him for the first time and thinking something was gonna happen something did happen something and that happened ended. something happened it was, <laughs> it was something <laughs> do you think that really shaped the way that you view um the whole love at first sight thing yes and no I feel like I still believe like maybe I could possibly see someone and like have that feeling again but 
I don't know if it's like I'm in love with this person like if I see you for the first time I'm in love with you but that's not even what I felt when I saw him I just I didn't know what it was I'm like this it just feels weird like I didn't even go towards like I'm gonna be with this person I just thought we were gonna be really good friends or something I don't know I don't know what that was it was your gut telling you not to go near him (laughs) (laughs) yeah that feeling it was like stay away but I was thinking and I didn't know okay well I mean you can't like throw it away like that like um do you feel you learned something from that at least I feel like in any relationship or like anything that you experience whether it's toxic whether it's like like tinder first time meeting (laughs) and first time saying bye like do you think that taught you something I like four years (laughs) years, yes four years definitely I learned so much about myself that I could probably write a book and I (laughs) I'd read it (laughs) I can write a it's just so are we really, you know what, let's just have the, the carrot, carrot's ex-boyfriend conversation here. It's my only ex, serious ex-boyfriend. Let's just do it. So he was literally the first person, like, I had sex with. I lost my virginity to him. And I will say that I'm still glad that it was him mm-hmm. because at the time I trusted him and we waited he like it was up to me and I'm glad that it wasn't with someone random that I didn't get to know like we were we dated for three years and then we like lost it to each other so that's like one good thing from it but honestly he just a lot of the times I like to blame it (laughs) on the fact that he's a Leo (laughs) I love bringing zodiac signs into this but (laughs) sits here (laughs) um it was just always about him in a way and like a bad way like what did he want to do if he didn't want to do it we weren't doing it he never like talked to me not like I I can admit that I think I was a bit too clingy a bit too jealous but take away all those things he like would ignore me for days and I would think that's normal like I would let him have random like space I'm like from what like we don't even do anything um just the way that he like treated me and like talked to me if if something wasn't going his way he would automatically start a fight and then I would have to apologize for whatever I had just said. And that's like one thing that I learned that I'm tired of apologizing for things that I definitely didn't do. I'm not gonna say that I didn't do anything at all, but I definitely didn't do. And I feel like we were very like emotionally and verbally abusive to each other. And I like could not handle that. Like a lot of it was I think I talked about it on here, but like stuff that happened with my mom and I didn't have a good relationship with her. And I, at the time I like could not stand my mom and he knew like the one thing that would hurt my feelings was just like telling me that, oh, you're just like your mother. Like, why would you say that to me? And he would say that all the time, every time he didn't get his way. Like, you're just like your mother. Um, You complain that she's like this, but you're just like her. And it would pissed me off so much 
uh, I could go on and on and on. Um, but I just, he didn't listen. We didn't listen to each other. We had really bad communication. Um, I think, I know I'm a very emotional person and he did, he doesn't know how to handle my emotions. And I, that's kind of, I guess what I'm looking for. One, I'm learning how to control my emotions. Like, I don't think I'm as emotional as I used to be, (laughs) but I'm still very emotional, but he like couldn't handle it at all. Like if he, especially if he did something to me and I would like get upset or like cry, he wouldn't know like what to do. Mm. And then would get mad at me for being upset at what he like at him instead of trying to talk so then it would be I'm sorry I'm sorry that I'm sad I'm sorry that I'm mad it was always that and I hated that oh my gosh yeah yeah you're out of that now (laughs) and I know we've like talked about it before and even at the moment when you were in in it like it was very hard to actually see all of that happening and and you know classify it as toxic or classify it as like Mm. you know this person is hurting me and it was more of like you both fed off of each other with that and Mm. another reason why you guys stayed together but one thing that I have realized is that now you acknowledge it and that now you you know that in the future that's not what you want anymore and I think that's something that I feel everyone can relate to when they're in not even a serious relationship in a serious relationship when they're talking to a person it's just like those signs where you're just like oh I'm not gonna feed into that next time yeah and that saying of like if somebody cares about you and wants to be with you that they will make time for you is I believe that it's 100% true Mm -hmm. because even with this like I I care about Kay I want to do this with her I will make time to do this and we're just friends Mm -hmm. but with him it was like he we could go days without talking and I'm like is this what a relationship is like we don't talk at all I talk to my friends more than I talk to my boyfriend and maybe that's okay like I'm not saying that's not okay but I didn't know what he was doing like he'd like call me rent and he'd be like oh like I'm here and I'm like what do you mean like that's hours away How, how are you there like what's going on and I like I didn't like that I just wanted, and I'm not like, I need tabs on where you are. It's just like, I want open co- like conversation. Like, why is it so hard to just say like, hey, like, what are you doing today? Or like, answer me. I'm not like questioning you. Like, this isn't an interrogation. I'm, I'm your girlfriend trying to talk to you. And he was just so bad at communicating, like in any like sense of it, just a general conversation and then like serious like relationship stuff and it was it was tiring sounds tiring (laughs) when you kept saying communication I just like kept laughing in my head because there's like this thing (laughs) where they like say that Mexican guys are like especially like straight up from Mexico are the type to like text you good morning text you good night to like literally like bombard you throughout the day of like how are you doing like and, and calling you so many names and I'm good names not like bad names <laughs> not like servers or anything and I can say that's true and I can't really say towards like afterwards but um something that I've talked to with my cousin is that 
uh and it's not to like put a stereotype on like Mexican guys I mean I feel like there's certain guys that do that where they like woo you at the beginning and they like try to have this, like you. yes lure you and have like this like concept of oh I'm gonna like treat you so right and I'm gonna always be open with you and stuff and I've talked to my cousin about this and you know one of the things is that when you're in that relationship when you finally kind of like get to see who that person is or whatever then they're like blocking all communication with you they don't they're not as open anymore um that was actually me like (laughs) I was the one that was not open I was the one that kind of blocked off uh the person even though like they really did try and like communicate with me and I don't know it's just sometimes you just don't want to (laughs) communicate and I feel like that's like it could be both ways it cannot just be the guys it could definitely be the girls where it's just you know it's hard to communicate or you just don't Mm -hmm. want to communicate and you don't know what to do and now that I say that I realize maybe it is a Leo attribute (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was thinking I'm like why I've been listening to the Leos right now (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know I it, it was just a bad relationship and I didn't realize it until afterwards like a long time afterwards and so many people in my life towards the end of our relationship would always tell me like why are you with him and I'm like and I guess like a big part of it was that I truly didn't think that I could find somebody else like I thought like maybe this is what I'm so like this is what this is as much as I can get like this is what I deserve it's a horrible relationship but I don't think I like can get any better and now I don't think like that at all but at the time I definitely did so I'm like I'm not gonna throw away this relationship I don't care if it's bad like if we stay together I'm gonna just take my kids and go like (laughs) but I don't think like that anymore Mm -hmm. good for you (laughs) progress man progress What's next? <laughs> I feel like we definitely steered off, but it's also good to like hear that where, you know, we don't just think like, you know, this idealistic, like, I, I don't know, idea of relationships and what love should look like. And, you know, I feel like definitely, you know, in our society, I guess, we focus so tenderly at a young age that like you're gonna have your happy ending you're gonna have like this fairy tale like story when it comes to to love and for most of the time if not all the time you will be in a relationship that's not good for you you will be in a relationship that makes you grow in ways that you never expect to and we never tend to focus on that and i feel like definitely especially in your teen years, like, because you still have, like, that fresh, fresh conception of, like, love and the idea of love that you tend to forget that, like, you're still growing, you're still learning, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so I feel like definitely, like, you mentioned it way earlier, but there's this conception that, like, in your 20s, like, there's, you just have to be married, 
that by your 30s you have to have kids and all of these things and I'm not saying that's wrong but at the same time it's like you're putting like an end date to everything and that's also not good for you because then you're like okay I need to speed it up and you know that's not how love works all the time sometimes you either you go through it long term or you go through it little by little and you never know what's gonna happen I used to think it was crazy that people would tell me that we wouldn't last after high school I'm like uh what are you talking about but I think with us we definitely obviously we just became different people and at the end like we would argue about that all the time like we're not the same people that we were freshman year of high school obviously we obviously we're not and we just couldn't accept that about each other and I thought I felt bad for not being the same person that he fell in love with or whatever I'm like who am I then but then after breaking up I'm like I'm just me like this is carrot this is how I am and it's because I'm older I'm now in college I'm not in high school mm-hmm. yeah I think that's also definitely a tough part because when you're like it's so easy to say like when someone's single like oh I can grow I can work on myself I can like do all of these things focus on myself because it's only you like it's literally just you but when you're in a relationship and you know, it's always going to be happening. It's not just, you know, in high school, in middle school, in your early 20s, like, you're constantly going to be growing, there's always going to be things that are going to be changing in your life. And when you add a partner into that, like, you both grow together. And you have to learn to like, accommodate to each other. And sometimes that's not always easy. And, you know, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking kind of like I was watching this like video about um, different types of psychology and like avoidant. I was um, specifically searching like the avoidant love, the avoidant lover. And I was kind of resonating with that um, idea where like, like we idealize a lot of relationships, especially because we see it through like k-dramas or like no not only k-dramas but just like media in general Mm -hmm. we tend to idealize like oh how our relationship will be and you know how like all the media tells you like oh you're gonna end up married and like happy ending and then have children but like it doesn't go beyond that and Mm -hmm. although there are some like movies that like explain like the struggles that a marriage goes through or whatever um I feel like when you're a kid you don't really think about that Mm -hmm. and like I started to realize how like how like afraid I am Mm -hmm. like I'm avoidant because I'm afraid of what will happen I don't want a relationship or someone who's looking for a relationship that's serious with me because I'm scared Mm -hmm. like I genuinely like I I sound like I'm I don't want to be committed or (laughs) anything but like I genuinely am just like so scared of ending up in a place where I am not happy with the person who I've become or the person who I've grown to be with this other human being and then we tend to like we separate or whatever that to me is the most like scary part like you said you were saying like oh how first they like lure you in and like they Mm -hmm. tell you nice things and then later on it's like you see who they truly are and that to me is scary that's why when people like come up to me and tell me all these nice things or like like 
want to do these things mm-hmm. with me I get so like 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 I stop like mm-hmm. I put this barrier on where I'm like no please like mm-hmm. I can't like it's hard yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I definitely agree with that I think after this toxic relationship as much as I have grown and learned from it I'm terrified to put myself out there Mm. and end up in another situation like that and it's not even the other person I'm scared of what I will become too I feel like I have worked so hard to be the person that I wasn't in my relationship before that I'm scared that if I get into another relationship, I can just easily go back to being clingy and jealous and such an overthinker and caring too much about the other person. I think like in a relationship, we have to learn like the balance between like, yes, you love this person and you care for them, but that doesn't mean you can't love yourself and take care of yourself too. And I know the type of person I am. And I don't want to give my everything to somebody again, (laughs) just for it to end up, just for me to end up with nothing and like starting over. And I'm scared. I, I'm terrified. And I think that's why I ignore it. Or I joke about relationships. I never take anything serious with relationships anymore, but it's also I feel exhausted just talking about it and we're thinking of everything. Like yeah. I, I'm thinking of things that I can't even like say on camera right now, like on recording. And it's exhausting to even think about how I felt at that time that I just don't want to deal with it. I think definitely like the whole like fear aspect that you both talked about is something that we don't talk about, first of all, and that it's never, you know, like, I feel like people always say like, oh, like it's easy. It's not that it's easy to bounce off, like off of a relationship and go into a new one, but you know, you never talk about like those fears that are instilled afterwards because of, you know, things that happened in the past. And I never really thought about that until like you both literally started mentioning it. <laughs> and I was like, cause I started wondering, I was like, why did I not, you know, something that, that I think about a lot is that why did I literally stop myself from talking to this person and like we did talk and we did you know there was some form that like we could have been something and now I regret it a lot because I'm like first of all I didn't need to be a total bitch about it and like he really didn't deserve that for me um but even then like he still tried and he still tried to like not in a double entendre or whatever but open me up and like try to understand and I like literally refused, but it was because like, now that I think about it, I'm like, it was because of the other person that I had talked to literally broke that from me. And the fact that he just like stopped talking to me out of the blue, even though when we were fine and we, you know, we were willing to try, like I was willing to try with this person. They were just like, nope. And like completely shut me off without an explanation. And then proceeded to like date someone else when they had told me no. Um, it just like it's things that like that where you're just like what if the next person does that and then how do I like know that it's not gonna hurt me mm-hmm. like the first time mm-hmm. and it's just it's so hard to like to get over just that fear factor itself yeah you know what sucks that like someone else ruins your whole like trust 
mm-hmm. and then you carry it on to a different person like this other person you just met them you're just starting off but you automatically don't trust them because of someone else and I hate that and I wish I didn't feel that way but that's how I am I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't trust people but that's unfair to them because they didn't do anything to me it's because of that asshole three blocks away (laughs) I think everything all just ties into boundaries I feel like the only reason why we let these people come into our lives and break our boundaries is because we don't know ourselves truly and we don't know what we want and we would honestly we have to go through those relationships we have to go through those things so that we can realize like oh this is what I am and this is what I like in this relationship I won't let this person um like let's say like ask me invite me over if we're not dating you know like Mm -hmm. stuff like that I, I think that like boundaries are very important and don't let them break your boundaries <laughs> or else you'll get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I literally keep thinking to this and it's, it's one of the questions, but I, I don't mean to do this on purpose. It's just literally all I'm thinking about. But um, one of the questions I had was like, has literature shaped the way we view romance and stuff? And like, I literally do not mean to do this on purpose, mm-hmm. but um you know especially like when when you were saying that just now like all I thought about was like books and like (laughs) these boundaries that like especially when you know when when you have like this fear to like jump into a relationship when you are like not trustworthy of like these potential partners when you don't even know yourself and stuff it's easy to fall in line to like whatever someone has already shaped in this like certain character and how they're going to fall in love and like all of these things and it's so easy to read it even when like (laughs) for example like in in online media like they have like warnings and and tags Mm -hmm. and like tell you like oh this this is gonna happen so you like you kind of already know like sort of like a storyline or like blurbs in the back of books like you kind of already know what's gonna happen and even if it's something sad happens even when there's like this life-changing moment in the book like you know it's coming like Mm -hmm. and you can emotionally prepare prepare yourself for what's to come but like when it's an actual relationship Mm -hmm. you don't know what's to come you don't know how the future looks there's no guy yeah and like and like you are basically throwing yourself off a cliff and waiting to see when you're gonna fall Mm -hmm. and you know that that in itself it's hard Mm -hmm. And I was, I was talking about this with my, with a friend right before we got on, but the idea of being in a relationship and then seeing it ending, but not wanting to admit it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that hurts so, so much. And that's how it was for me for the longest time. I didn't want to be with this fool. Like I didn't know how to not, I didn't know how to say it. I didn't know what to do. I just kept going and everything that I did like I watched tv I read books and I'm just like everyone's happier than me like every love story is better than mine and I (laughs) saw it ending and I just couldn't admit it Mm -hmm. like even when I knew I couldn't admit it but I think that's like a huge flaw of mine like I'm always 
I'm trying to change things that really can't be changed. And like relating, <laughs> relating it back to books, one the, my horror, my biggest like bad trait, like worst trait is <laughs> let's talk about fanfic. <laughs> Literally the tag major character death. I'm gonna still read it and <laughs> be like, yeah, right. Major character death. I'm going to keep going. And that's how, the ending of my relationship went it was just a big warning sign major <laughs> character death and I'm just like let's skip past this whatever and keep going and then shocked face at the end like I didn't see this coming yes you did bitch it was right there. Were all there <laughs> it was all there and it's just so hard to accept when something isn't going the way that you want it to but like what does it mean like the way that you want it to it's just society and social media everything like shaping what we want and that's why I think a lot of the times people don't even care at a young age a lot about the person that they're with they care more about what it is like I cared more more about the relationship itself like being in a relationship than who I was in a relationship with Mm -hmm. and now I don't want a relationship. I just want a good person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy for me to think about it. Like, well, you were talking about like our families and how a lot of the women had to marry at a young age. And I'm just thinking about how many of those relationships were real. Mm-hmm. Like how many of those relationships were actually like, like experiencing true love because I'm pretty sure a lot of people like were marrying each other just because they had no other choice and I'm like now that I have a choice I want to make sure I'm making the right one Mm -hmm. yeah like in my family it's a huge thing for like arranged marriages to happen Mm -hmm. and they actually (laughs) at least they they actually like have someone for me and I'm like you've got to be kidding me clearly this doesn't work but um everyone everyone that I know in my family they were arranged like most people that I know were arranged and my parents like they were arranged didn't work out got a divorce and I don't want that I don't want that for myself but now I'm scared because I don't even know what to do and like I feel like there's like some saying that like I feel your relationship mirrors your parents and I'm like huh don't want that no thank you I might as well just be single if that's the case and that scares me even more Mm -hmm. I think for that though like you knew the what I don't know if you knew but like there are certain things that I know in my parents that are toxic and me acknowledging them makes me want to not make those Mm -hmm. mistakes for my yeah relationship so I feel like it kind of prepares you like the toxicity mm-hmm. of like your parents arguing or like them divorcing like you know the mistakes they made whether they recognize it or not mm-hmm. you know so like try not to make those things yeah. <laughs> yeah no exactly I just I'm like worried that even if I tried my hardest to be with someone and not get a divorce like it, 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 it's already written for me to get a divorce. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to ignore that by not getting married. <laughs> yeah. And that whole thing about saints also reminds me, and it's, I guess similar, not really, but 
in in I don't know if it's Latinx culture in itself or just Mexico in general but one of the things is that um whatever like it's mainly for like I guess the daughters and dads and like that's just weird in itself but like whoever like um the daughter ends up uh what is it yeah. being in a relationship with her or marrying is basically resembles her dad resembles everything about her dad especially for me I'm very like when I first heard that I was like um I think it was in high school and I was like oh no like I don't want that and I like look at it and I'm just like yeah this like exactly what I see in my parents or exactly what I see especially in my dad I'm just like I don't want that I really (laughs) do not wish to like have someone like that in my life where um Mm -hmm. it's constantly like you know being that negative presence in my life and (laughs) I think it definitely like also goes into saying what that you know you know what mistakes to make and when which ones not to like the ones that you really try to avoid and the ones that you try seriously not to like indulge in and as much as I feel like as much as you can be prepared though there's just so much that can stop you like and, and there's so much that like as much as like it's good to be prepared it's good to like have those boundaries and you know mm-hmm. really try to see the red flags and like be like okay that's not where I'm headed but uh, but then they surprise you and then they're yeah. like never mind I have also you know these mm-hmm. things I never told you about and I'm just like, yeah when does it end <laughs> yeah and I feel like no matter what it's still hard it's it, I feel like it will always be hard like and I think I've talked about this before or I think I talked about it with you um but like my cousin and her husband like I thought you know they were the perfect marriage out of like my family like especially when they got married um I was like they're, they're the best example that I have now like now that I'm older I realize just how awful every marriage in my family was and just how toxic they are to one another and I was like okay my cousin is my my great example now like she's like the you know she's self-aware of her mental health she pushes her husband to like be out of this like machismo role and like that's great that's good for them and then I had conversations with her about her marriage and I'm like oh it's not all pretty Mm -hmm. still like it's still ugly there's still so many things that are not good and I'm like okay so who can I yes like so so what is true love but like no like even then like it's still good that I even know that because I'm like but they're still together and like yeah they fight yeah they you know we're at the brink of like real relationship issues but at the end of the day they still manage to work it out Mm -hmm. and I'm like that takes a lot of like initiative and self-discipline and so many things that like I'm like okay I don't think I'm ready yet so I have to work on those (laughs) yeah well like any relationship there's no such thing as a relationship without problems and I know that but I'm not ready for that and I think that's my major reason of not wanting to be in a relationship I know that you're going to have days where you have a disagreement you argue it's not perfect all the time but at least with my ex like 
it was bad way more than it was ever good and that's not how it should be not with just a relationship with like a your partner like a significant other but even in like friendships like any person that you have any connection with it should not be like worse days than like good days mm-hmm. yeah yeah it definitely takes like that saying that like awful saying I don't like it but I'm just gonna say like it takes two to tango but you know it, it does go like with also what I said earlier but like growing together and learning mm-hmm. each other in you know in deeper levels and literally just the surface but like in order for you to like be in a relationship where you can have bad days and still get through them it's also understanding one another and again going also beyond like um intimate relationships and going with like friendships and stuff like the you know it's so much easier to cut off friendships and just say like you know whatever like if you don't want to be my friend that's fine but when you really care for the person when you really want to spend time with this person when you really appreciate them it doesn't matter how you're both gonna try and if if it's only one-sided then that tells you a lot about like the other person and the person that's not putting in that effort and you know that emotional baggage as well because it doesn't it takes two tango (laughs) yes and and that just goes back to what i said where you will know if whoever you're with really wants to be with you you're going to know if they're they will try they will communicate they will want to be with you you will know you shouldn't have to guess if you're guessing if you're confused then that's already a huge red flag leave run away (laughs) Mm -hmm. you totally (laughs) (laughs) yeah that definitely went in like a different direction like and it's good like because most of the questions that like I have written down it was more of like a a surface level where where we continue to talk and and I I noticed that now where it's like we continue to talk about the like romanticizing the idea Mm -hmm. of love like romanticizing the fact that like it's all pretty beautiful sunny um bunch of roses there but we have to also talk about the fact that it's not always like that. It's not always pretty. It's, it hurts. It's, you know, it, it also reminds me of like the, the saying of like um, shattering the glass ceiling and then also still having to walk through the glass ceiling, like all of these broken pieces where it's like, you know, yeah, we broke the glass ceiling, but then how do we get to the other side? And it's like, you know, it's painful. It's, it's still going to hurt. You have to make way. And, um understanding all of that as well is also good and like I especially realized that and considering I didn't have like serious relationships either they were more of like these easy one-time things where I was like they still hurt it like it, it wasn't something that was easy to forget but at the same time it was like at least I didn't show too much of myself at least I didn't invest so much emotion on this person but they were still difficult because I still felt seen in a way that I didn't want to be Mm. and it just it goes on to show like okay 
I also need to work on these things I also need to like Mm. check myself yeah no for sure I think like even after going through something or an experience you realize who you like are in a way like the things that you do that are wrong like I was thinking back to like how avoidant I am Mm -hmm. of my like true 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 feelings and that like definitely makes the other person feel like well I don't really know this person who have I've been talking to this whole time <laughs> but yeah it's hard yeah but again this is a, a very like sad Valentine's Day episode <laughs> but also like I said like it, it's it's good to like steer away from like this awful misconception of love that we have because you know I feel like that was definitely something that fooled me early on where it was just like oh you know by the time I'm in my early 20s I'm gonna be in a happy stable relationship and it's not because you know things happen in the past that like affect all of that and affect the way that you approach things and affect the fact that you're fearful and fear is something we never associate with love yeah that's true now it's more not more like me wanting to be in a relationship but me trying to delay it yeah <laughs> even though like there are times where I'm just like I wish I just had someone you know like like to talk to and stuff like that but then I, I think about all the things that I went through and all the pain that that caused I'm like <laughs> I, I'll stick to my my tv <laughs> drama. yeah yeah <laughs> I just keep breaking it down. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard to like talk about this, especially like out loud. I mean, there are definitely conversations that I've had with like other friends um about love and about what that means to us, but it's definitely really hard to like define it in our lives. Um, just because there's so many like ways to love someone. Or so many like different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I just think I'm in a phase where I want to love myself and like my friends and family. I don't want something serious. I don't want anything at all. Like I, I have my days. I'm I'm lonely. I just want someone to hold my hand. Like. I have those days but love is not relationships are not all the good things I I always say to myself I know I'll know when I'm ready when I am ready to handle like the bad days again and I'm not I want all the good stuff in a relationship but I do not want the bad things yet and there are going to be bad things so I don't think I'm ready but then also are you ever truly ready for bad things I don't know yeah you're not (laughs) yeah yeah I guess you just have to accept that it's okay and I I do accept it but I don't want to deal with it (laughs) (laughs) I'm here like no it's not okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was heavy loaded (laughs) yeah and a much lighter valentine's day episode (laughs) I had so much fun. Did you? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, going back through past trauma, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? But yeah, I, I like what you said earlier, where you were just like, where you're focusing on like loving yourself and then loving your friends and family. And I feel like that's like the epitome of what I am right now. <laughs> it's literally, and I feel like not always in the sense of, it feels cliche to say it all the time, but like the sense of like loving myself and like, I love myself. And am I there? I I would like to believe so. I feel like I've, it's been long enough that like, if I haven't learned how to love myself, then like I did something wrong and I wasted my life these past, however long it's been like five years, four years, five years um, since the last person. But um, when you when you put this energy of like loving yourself and loving your friends and family, like, for example, I say that to like my family and they're like, looking at me like I'm crazy. And they're like, <laughs> why, why don't you put that energy on a certain individual? And it's like, but do I really want to do that? Because <laughs> my friends and family are enough for now. <laughs> like, it's just hard enough to like text your friends and be like, Hey, what's up? Putting that energy tenfold to another person to another individual that's that's tiring frightening (laughs) (laughs) two very different things (laughs) but yeah it's just a lot of work I I know that I can do it again but I don't want to because I'm still tired from my past relationships yeah four years (laughs) You could have gotten married. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think about, like, that individual. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, that was probably the easiest. It was the easiest conversation. It was not hard. It was easy to, it literally seemed so easy and accessible and ready. And when I think about that now, I'm just like, just thinking about it's making me tired like I don't want to do that again I don't want to like you know be at this person's disposal 24 7 again because I don't think I'm ready for that and I mean it is one of the reasons we actually stopped talking is because I wasn't there 24 7 anymore and it felt weird and it's just like imagine that I don't think I could do it again I'm acting like I'm like 80 years old. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where we'll be like in five more years or in 10 more years. Mm. No. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how we can end this in a happy tone. <laughs> Love is tragic. <laughs> Love is tragic. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Do it if you're willing to accept all the risks. Oh, there you go. Um, what is it? Um, ride at your own risk. <laughs> yeah. Love fearfully and fearlessly. That's mm-hmm. like a TJ Maxx quote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, well, have a great Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah if if you're in a relationship and you don't agree with any of this um 
you're wrong <laughs> someone didn't hurt you no I'm joking yeah that's true <laughs> tell your significant other to hurt you very badly so that you can understand <laughs> no, no. I mean, me wishing ill upon others. Ill. But yes. Um, <laughs> however you are celebrating it, if it's with like a big tub of ice cream or the next episode of your gay drama, um, we hope you don't enjoy it, actually. <laughs> actually, if you're single, enjoy it. If you're not, we hope you have a very bad day. No. <laughs> if you're getting hot and spicy have fun and safe and safely (laughs) please please be hot and spicy safely and and with consent never forget that yes and with consent and if you're not doing anything hot and spicy you might as well watch a k-drama that has hot and spicy men in it Mm-hmm. You will never for a second get- i thought you meant scenes and i'm like you will never get you'll those never get no, you'll never get those yes, you'll get those um that bugs bunny meme um the i wish all people who are celebrating valentine's day a very die <laughs> go away <laughs> um but it is what i wish I'm gonna do that actually. I'm gonna post it. <laughs> I'm very die. That's, right. gonna be, oh. that's gonna be the picture of um that's on my Instagram. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> uh anyways, however you're sp- so spending, celebrating. I didn't know what I wanted to say. However, you're spending your Valentine's this year. I hope you have a good day. A good time. Be safe. And if no one loves you, love yourself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go listen to Trivia Love and pretend someone does. <laughs> yes. If Namjoon loves you. <gasps> Talking about Namjoon, I don't know why I immediately thought of um, his United Nations speech and the first one and how much that makes me cry. <laughs> um, that also reminded me then that um, my my zip up hoodie is coming in tomorrow that has um his thing on it his part of the speech on it so i'm very excited um there goes me celebrating valentine's day with more clothes (laughs) but yes we hope you enjoy it um rate your experience one Um, to infinity (laughs) infinity for sure (laughs) I'm glad. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad that's how negative negative five thousand twenty three. Well, thank you for coming, Mel to the beat. <laughs> M to the beat. Oh my gosh, that reminds that your name reminds me of Mel B. The the whatever she is, I don't even know. But it also reminds me of um. I already told you the the M to B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your name reminds me of the <laughs> the song from Phineas and Ferb, the squid. <laughs> squid. It's cute. How does it go? Squirrels in my pants. Oh. <laughs> oh, squirrels. 
brought to the table. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh Hello. my goodness. Grace, great, great post. <laughs> Mom, glad you enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you for participating with us. Yes. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. Yes, I'm glad. What's what's your next um podcast title? Oh, we are very glad you asked. I'm very excited for next week's episode. Do you wanna do you wanna say? Do you want me to say it? You can say it. Okay, so we are going to be talking about BTS and their sampling. Um, And I already mentioned it earlier, and that was a little sneak peek on one of probably my favorite samples ever done by BTS. Um, But we also will be indulging in what is sampling in hip hop and um, plagiarism versus sampling, what that means. So as you can tell, we are both very indulgent in hip hop and we're very excited to in- talk more in depth about that. Yes. Yes. Oh, stay I'm tuned. Excited. Stay tuned. Super excited. So thank you for joining us this week. Have a good Valentine's Day. Um, I'd like to go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't already, Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Zero O'Clock Podcast. And our Twitter, Zero O'Clock Pod. Yes, and we'll see you or talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I hate lovers.